0: What's up everyone, it's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ. One, two, three, four. Welcome back everyone to the Ultimate Breakdown. You're probably wondering what the heck is going on because I have new music and a new intro. Well, um, I have switched podcast distributors, so bear with me while I go through this change here. I'm no longer with Anchor, and I'm now over to Podbean. My new link is housewiveshappyhour.podbean.com. So, um, yeah, it doesn't really matter, but um, I'm still here to do the ultimate breakdown, so let's get right into it. I'm starting with Beverly Hills today. So Erica has lost earrings in the latest legal battle with Tom. Um, So a federal judge in Los Angeles ruled this week that Erica will have to give up pricey, massive diamond earrings that her now ex-husband Tom Girardi bought years ago. The earrings were purchased in 2007 with $750,000 from a settlement that Tom had reached with a pharmaceutical company on behalf of patients allegedly injured by diabetes drug U.S. bankruptcy Judge Barry Russell called the use of funds a crime at a hearing Tuesday and said the earrings should be sold and the money likely directed to cheated former clients. Russell said it was an embezzlement and fraud from day one. The fact is she's still in possession of stolen property, namely, it went directly from the account to buy the diamond earrings and its stolen property. Erica's lawyer, Evan Borges, had argued that too much time had passed since the purchase to allow seizure of the earrings, and that more information was needed to determine whether it was wrong of her husband to use a check from the settlement account at a downtown LA jeweler. Once again, Erica is facing consequences for past actions taken by Tom and Gerardi Keese. Erica did nothing wrong, is what Borges told The Times. He also said, where are the lawsuits against him and his enablers? I wish the bankruptcy trustees would focus on the actual aiders and abettors of Tom Girardi and Girardi Keys and stop pummeling his ex-wife. Legally, the judge's decision raises an important issue of whether the law allows revisiting transactions of 15 years ago to take away a gift received by an innocent spouse. But that's for a higher court to decide. Um, One of the reasons that I wanted to bring this up is because I kind of talked about it when it all got brought up that she might have to return these earrings i feel like since the earrings weren't directly given well i mean they were given to her as a gift but technically at this point i feel like anything that tom has gifted out is kind of up for grabs i mean it's like their house foreclosed so that money's going to be gone now and um it should just go to all these people that allegedly he owes money to i, I don't i don't i don't think erica's really losing out by by keeping these earrings or whatever. But um, I mean they obviously probably have a sentimental value to her. But at the same time I just don't think it's that important. So moving on from that. Um, <laughs> so Diana Jenkins was sued by her ex-housekeepers and gardener Over accusations that she stiffed them on wages. So Radar Online obtained a bombshell lawsuit filed by her former employees in 2018. In this suit uh, her name is Grizz... Griselda Santana, Jorge Ramirez, and Mar- Marcela Salazar. They sued for failure to pay overtime, failure to provide proper breaks, and failure to pay earned wages. They also claimed to have demanded unpaid wages from Diana, but she refused. So Santana said she worked at Diana's house as ha- Diana's housekeeper from October 2014 until she was discharged on June 14th, 2017. She was paid $25 an hour. And Salazar started work for the Social Light in 2015 and was terminated in 2017. Um, The suit read, both Santana and Salazar throughout their employment with Diana were required to work eight and nine consecutive workdays per extended workweek period. Further, they claimed that Diana did not pay them overtime wages earned after working more than 40 hours in a work week. To make matters worse, they said that Diana's staff told them they weren't allowed to take a 10-minute break, but only the hour break. Any time attempted to be taken by Salazar or Santana as a rest break, either before or after the lunch break, was interfered with by either supervisor and aggressively denied. (laughs) The woman said they were often yelled at by the supervisors if they were out of sight and constantly searched for if not seen working. They said they complained to Diana about the situation, but she told them this is how we do it in Bosnia. The housekeeper said they complained no less than twenty times, but they were ignored. The third defendant, Ramirez, worked as um, Jenkins Garner, a uh, gardener, from two thousand six until two thousand fourteen. He returned to work in twenty sixteen through twenty seventeen. And he accused Diana of failing to provide him with proper rest breaks. Salazar sought forty thousand dollars in unpaid wages and penalties. Santana demanded fifty thousand, and Ramirez believed he was owed twelve thousand two hundred and fifty or yeah, twelve thousand two hundred and fifty. Um <laughs> Diana denied all allegations of wrongdoing in response. Eventually the case was dismissed months later. Um Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, Diana is very she's she is a very well-known socialite, so I, I this doesn't really sound like it's... I don't feel like it's really out of the ordinary. I mean, it's unfortunate because it just kind of shows us who she is, but um, definitely sounds like something that this type of person could do. And speaking of Diana, um, she has some fans outraged once again after um, <laughs> she scolded Garcelle for calling her uneducated. Diana has already been facing some criticism after striking up a feud with a blogger who she referred to as a black content creator. When fans started labeling her as a racist, Diana apologized to the blogger and blamed the tone-deaf statement on uh, her European background, but the show is following to the buildup to Diana and Garcelle's feud that viewers think is highlighting Diana as a racist. Um, Diana is already facing complaints from fans who want her fired from the show. Many were already labeling her as boring and too posh with her claims of not shopping at fashion outlets, despite her humble beginnings living in poverty in Bosnia. But once she clapped back at an Instagram blogger who reposted a photo highlighting the change in her physical appearance over the years, Diana officially became the villain of Beverly Hills, uh, where she told the blogger, it can't be good being a black content creator. And she later apologized and claimed that she meant no harm by the comment and that she's just unaware since she's not from this country. Um, and that was a separate issue, basically. So when Garcelle was on Watch What Happens Live this past, uh, this past Beverly Hills week, Andy asked about, um, Andy asked her about Diana's controversial Instagram comments, and Garcelle said she's uneducated. And when Diana caught wind of this remark, she issued out a lengthy verbal, uh, response on Instagram Saying, dear Garcelle, next time you go on national television, why don't you educate viewers on how many times I went to Haiti, your home country, uh, planes with planes full of first aid and medical supplies? Why don't you tell viewers how many millions of my dollars I have given to your country? A woman from Bosnia did that. Um, that was basically the highlight of that before adding that um, the money she has sent and work done for women's rights in Congo and other 100% Black communities. But the response might have ruined what appeared to be Diana's attempt at coming off heroic and an advocate for the Black community. Um, I have a, a screenshot that Jay's reality blog posted of Diana's post on Twitter where fans wasted no time ripping her to shreds for making more racially insensitive comments in less than a month. Uh, One fan said, as everyone else has said, it's very white savior. Another person said, it's giving a, I have a black friend, so I can't be racist. Even on Diana's Instagram posts, fans uh, took to the comments to call her out and um, and clear her microaggressions against Garcelle. They said, all the money in the world won't make you a better person. Diana's recent social media behavior has been getting her in the in trouble with the Housewives community. She ended the latest episode warning Sutton about being the new villain, which I actually thought was a really kind of iconic moment, but that's just me. Uh, it looks like Diana is staying true to her word, but complaints about being racist aren't something producers can ignore. Seriously, it's too early in the game for Diana to get herself ou- um, ousted, but it's not foreign because um, it has happened before, like Jenny on Salt Lake City. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's too soon to, it's too soon to say like whether or not I think she'll get fired. I personally, like if you were going to ask me, like, I actually think that she's kind of an interesting person to have on the show and not in a bad way. I actually think that she's, you know, kind of interesting to follow. Um, I like that she's not afraid to speak her mind. I like that she's somehow managed to be in the press every single day since we've seen her on camera, um, which is rare for a newbie, I would say. She's definitely ruffling a lot of feathers. Listen, I get it. Um, She's made some pretty, you know, insensitive comments. She has apologized for them, so I don't think that we can hold her to the stake, per se, um, because clearly she doesn't know what she's talking about. Um, I, I don't think it negates the fact of all her work that she's done. Like, I think, you know what she's saying to to Garcelle is, it, I mean, she, it's not wrong, like, she has given a lot to communities, and she's a very, you know, I think she's a very public philanthrop, philanthropist, like, she's not really shy about it, so, um, I don't know, it's too soon to say if I feel like she should be off the show, but I will say that she has done some questionable things since she has started. So, to close off with Beverly Hills this week, I don't have much with them, um, <laughs> This is some crossover tea for you guys. So it seems that the Real Housewives of Dubai took to Twitter to call out their fellow Bravo star after she posted and deleted Instagram stories slamming both um, Dubai and her own co-star, Garcelle. So Lisa Renna, actually, we know this because she has a messy reputation on Instagram. Um, this seemingly seemingly was prompted by Garcelle's Watch What Happens Live appearance, during which she called... Um, Diana Jenkins, uneducated for singling out a black content creator, something Diana later dismissed as a mix-up. Lisa basically wrote um, on her Instagram, I have the post right here, she said, We fight on our show. If we fight with Garcelle, we are all of a sudden called a racist. That's bullshit. I will not accept that. I will express myself when and how I want, and I am not afraid of any of you hoes. And if you are just so triggered by our show, and a lot of you pussies are, go watch Dubai. I think, um, the fact that she singled out the Dubai cast, who actually primarily consists of women of color, I think it just didn't sit right with several fans, um, or even, you know, the ladies themselves. So Ayon <laughs> took to Twitter and said, Rina, Africa called and they want their lips back. Keep Dubai out of your mess and your mouth. And Lisa endorsed that message by adding, she does not want this heat. Also saying, we're not in Beverly Hills. We will drag her from right up off that doctor's table to the desert. Caroline um, Brooks also turned to Twitter to condemn Lisa's post, tagging and asking her why she felt the need to mention Dubai. Then in a lengthier Instagram story, Caroline called out a blogger telling him to get your girl from Beverly Hills before she writes any more checks her ass can't cash. Caroline said, I was told this is the third time Lisa Rinna mentioned our show in a shady negative way. Keep your posts and aggression directed at the women on your show. Tread lightly, Rinna, your words and posts are reckless and disrespectful. Lisa has yet to respond, um, or post anything as of right now, as of while I'm recording this, but I guarantee she will respond at some point. Um, just because she is not shy of that. Um, I don't really know what she meant, and when I say she, I mean Rena. I don't really know what she meant when she's like saying that stuff about Go Watch Dubai, um, I, I can understand her point of view with, with you know, uh, I, I I don't know, I, I think I understand her point of view from what she's trying to get across, but I don't really agree that anytime she has an argument with Garcelle, Garcelle labels her as a racist, I, I don't really agree with that, but um, that's just my opinion. Um, definitely a mess, and I will let you guys know if I catch any more social media posts on that. Moving on over to Jersey, it's still pretty quiet over there because they're still filming, but, um, I do have a quick interview that Jackie did with Page Six, where she confirms her future as one of the stars on New Jersey Housewives. Um, and that it's uncertain, but she remains grateful she shined a light on eating disorders. She said, I don't know that my role is diminished, but if it is, you have to believe that the universe put you in the position to raise awareness about something and then put you on a path to continue raising awareness. No matter what, I show up, I'm filming all the time, no matter what you want to call me, so whatever Bravo decides to call me, I'm here and doing the same thing, so it makes no difference to me. In May, um... (laughs) Dolores' ex-husband, who we all love, Frank, spilled the beans that Jackie may not be returning as a full-time cast member. He said, I thought she had a great season. Not only did she come out with her respective eating disorder, which I know wasn't easy for her, look at Jackie evolving over time. Um, Jackie reacted to the news of Frank sharing it and said she wasn't upset and said there's nothing that Frank could do Uh, that could make me not love Frank. He's just so lovable. I will say that Bravo makes those decisions and Bravo has not made any decisions yet. And the network has not made an official announcement yet and declined page six's request for the comments. However, with her role on the show up in the air, Jackie is already looking for other ways to continue to share her story with the world. She did say that she is writing her first book now that she is very close to her book deal. She said, my agent has my proposal and I'm pitching a podcast actively, so there's a million different roads. But no matter what happens on the show, I plan to be on the show for a long time. I'm so happy that it happened so that I can continue raising awareness for eating disorders no matter what happens on the show. Um, I will say in recording this and sharing this article, I actually have seen some things because I know that a lot of people were saying that she got demoted. I have actually been seeing some things that she could not be demoted just because of the drama that's going on this season. So it's interesting to say for sure what's going on, but I guess I'll let you guys know if I hear more information. But as of right now, that's Jackie's response. Moving away from New Jersey, moving on over to Orange County... um, So Noella has a theory about why her co-stars had so many issues with her while filming season 16 of Orange County. She did an interview with Page Six where she said that her co-stars were jealous that she had three different life events occur while filming, giving her an ample (laughs) storyline. She said, it's a weird world to be in. Like my agony, people were almost jealous of it. Excuse me. Um, the crazy thing was, a lot of times, some of these conversations were shut down, which is infuriating. Like, I'm grieving my active divorce and being shut down by women. These other women are suddenly judging me because, like, three months ago, my husband just left and I have a feeling about that day. How dare I not be done with that already and just stop with my annoying feelings and emotions? Uh, when it comes to her feud with Heather Dubrow, she said, I was probably the number one fan looking forward to Heather Dubrow. I was so pumped. I was so excited, I DM'd her like, OMG, I'm dead, this is going to be so much fun. Uh, Meanwhile, she did say that she has split from her boyfriend, Bobby Shubensky, and is once again looking for love on Seeking.com, or Seeking Arrangements, where she met her ex-husband. Definitely interesting. Um, (laughs) All I'm going to say about this is I don't think that anybody was jealous of Noella having uh, ample storyline, if that's what she wants to call it. I think nobody was jealous of her. Um, but props to her for keeping her name out there. I actually have one more thing that I wanted to share with you that's kind of an umbrella to all the different franchises. Um, I have an article that Screen Rant did where they list the 10 fakest things about The Real Housewives according to the cast and crew. I just thought it was interesting and I wanted to share with you guys. So, Real Housewives is obviously famous for fights at parties and cast members getting upset with each other over everything, big and small, trips, whatever, um, and then also just going on fun trips. And since the premiere of Orange County aired in 2006, fans have been curious about how the real, or I'm sorry, how real the franchise is since there is so much drama in in all these different episodes. Over the years, the cast and crew have shared behind-the-scenes chatter about filming, whether cast members are told to come to parties. At different times, to whether some scenes and storylines haven't been real. So here's ten moments, according to cast and crew, that are um, essentially um, fake. Coming in at number ten, Sonia and Harry's season eleven engagement from New York or New York Housewives. So Sonia starred. Um, starred in many <laughs> Rony fights, and her love life has also been a topic on the series. According to a former cast member who came back to the show recently, Sonia was part of a, uh, of a plot line that wasn't actually real. In season 12, um, Harry Dubin asked Sonia to marry him, and Heather Thompson told the New York Post that this wasn't real. She said, It was completely staged and totally fake. It was a ring that Ramona was wearing, and she took it off and gave it to Harry to pretend that it was his. It was one... One-upmanship, basically. Uh, Coming in at number nine, fights about not being invited are completely fake. Viewers know that sometimes cast members argue about being left out of a social event and not receiving an invitation like everyone else had. This is understandably upsetting, since there is sometimes one person who has been left out and they have to explain to their co-stars that they didn't get the same invite as everyone else. According to Cheat Sheet, a producer on the show said everything is loosely planned in advance so to shoot anywhere that is not their privately owned home, you have to get permission from the owner and get a film permit days or weeks in advance. This most recently happened on Dubai. I mean, the first episode, there was an argument with Ion and Caroline Stanbury about not being invited. I mean, I guess that could be something that's fake. Um, moving on over to number eight, Sonya didn't really have a toaster oven line. I don't think this is really a shocker to anybody, but... Um, Fans of Roni should recall that back in season five, Sonya had a storyline about creating a toaster oven product. She often said that she liked to make meals in this appliance and talked to the other cast members about her plans. This has become one of Sonya's most recognizable plot lines, but the toaster oven didn't actually come into fruition. According to Nikki Swift, Carol Radswell said on Heather's podcast, In My Heart with Heather Thompson, she had no intention of making a toaster oven. It was just a funny storyline for the show. <laughs> That's definitely... Um, not surprising at all. Um, coming in at number seven, this one actually kind of uh, shook me a little bit. I didn't, I didn't, not shook me, but I didn't really know it. Um, housewives are sometimes told where to sit. According to Business Insider, cast members can be told where they should sit in an event. A producer said a lot of that is prearranged seating. You'll say when you walk up, you're going to sit next to him and sit across from her. In some cases, sometimes the whole cast knows where they're sitting, and sometimes they don't know, sometimes just a few know. This creates tension and drama as some cast members might not want to sit near each other, and there are people who are going to fight or have certain discussions that they might not if they were sitting elsewhere. Coming in at number six, Aviva planned to throw her leg. Again, not a shocker for me because it completely looks staged. One of the most memorable Real Housewives scenes is when Aviva... From New York took off her prosthetic leg and threw it across the room at a party in season six. Her co-stars didn't know what to do or say and viewers still think and talk about it. Nikki Swift reported that Aviva knew that she wanted to do this before the scene that she was shooting. Harry Dubin, Aviva's ex-husband, also was interviewed on the podcast Behind the Velvet Rope and said that this was true. He said, I'm sitting at the bar and she's sitting there in the lounge where they're filming. She comes out and says, Harry, you got to help me. I'm going to throw my leg on national television and you pick me up and carry me out of the scene and tell them what kind of people are these. <laughs> Definitely not surprising. Coming in at number five, again with Aviva, she said her feud with Carol over ghostwriting was fake. Um, After losing her husband, Anthony Radswell, Carol wrote a memoir, What Remains, about their relationship and her experience with grief. This became a storyline when Aviva kept saying that Carol didn't really write that book and that she used a ghostwriter. Turns out that this seems to have been a storyline that was faked for the show. According to Reality T. Aviva tweeted, Bookgate was strongly encouraged by one of my castmates and then encouraged by production. Coming in at number four, Tamra said one Real Housewives of Orange County scene didn't happen like that. Tamra's best OC episode showed her fun and vibrant personality, but Tamra has spoken out about a scene that she says was fake in season 14. Tamra and Shannon discussed a rumor that they heard about Kelly, but when the scene aired, viewers saw an SUV and heard their voices. According to Reality Blurb on her Instagram stories, Tamra explained... I had some shady editing last year, and that not only made me look bad, but was totally made up. SUV ride never happened. She said, I rarely complain about edits. I know what I signed up for, but using subtitles and piecing together interview questions as an empty SUV drives away to make me look bad is not cool and not reality, and I didn't sign up for that. That I is kind of believable because it was kind of pieced together. Coming in at number three, the reason for the O.C. Ireland trip wasn't real. In season 11, the cast of O.C. traveled to Ireland, getting into fights at pubs and talking about all kinds of personal topics. There were definitely a lot of arguments on this trip, and it was one of the most dramatic and unforgettable from O.C. According to Vulture, Brian Molin wrote in his book The Housewives, The Real Story Behind The Real Housewives, that when Megan King Edmonds wanted to see if she could find any relatives, this was a bogus vacation. I think that was, you know, kind of, I mean, obviously it was a cast trip, like I could just say that, but Um, coming in at number two, housewives are told to arrive at parties at different times. According to Bustle, uh, Moylan wrote in the book, The Housewives, that Gina Keo's son Shane said that some cast members would come to a party at six and the rest would come at 630 and seven. At first I thought they just wanted to make sure they get everyone entering, but then as it went along, I discovered, oh, they want this person there first because they're the most mad about something. Fans know that there have been some intense Real Housewives dinner parties and sometimes the drama has come from people being late. Other times it comes from people bringing up a certain topic or miscommunication that sparks a massive argument. And coming up on number one, Heather said a season 13 storyline was completely made up. Heather came back to New York in season 13 as a friend of the cast and while it was always fun when a former cast member will return, viewers are, um... I'm sorry, since viewers are already familiar with them. Heather had a lot to say about her time back on the series. According to page six, Heather said that her storyline was fake and explained that the plot line about me and my In My Heart podcast wasn't the case. She explained that I had talked about... She said that I had talked behind the women's back or something like that, which was just completely untrue. I don't really know if I believe that one, only because it definitely sounds like a V... Or not a Viva. It definitely sounds like Heather that she would kind of talk about... Rony in a negative way because she has done it before so I don't know if I fully believe that last one (laughs) well my friends we have reached the end of the ultimate breakdown I hope you enjoyed it I know it was fairly short this week but here we are um so here's your flash filming update Atlanta is currently still airing on Sundays Beverly Hills is airing on Wednesdays Miami is currently still filming Jersey is currently still filming. New York, I have yet to hear anything, any updates, but um, they uh, the shows have been casted is what I'm hearing. Uh, Orange County, I believe, has not yet begun filming. I haven't heard anything yet, so I'll let you guys know. Potomac is currently still filming. Salt Lake City is wrapped, and I'm hearing a September premiere could be in our in our future. Dubai is currently airing on Wednesdays. Vanderpump Rules is currently still filming. And Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip is airing on Peacock or streaming on Peacock on Thursdays. I don't know when it's coming to Bravo yet, but I will let you guys know if I hear that. I will post it on my social media. But anyways, yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in and I will talk to you soon. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe so you know when I drop a new episode. Follow me on Instagram at Housewives Happy Hour for updates on the podcast and the latest news regarding all things Housewives. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ.